Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoy the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Welcome to the very first episode of the Food to Freedom podcast. It's a really exciting time and I'm so happy to share this podcast with you. And I will start it with a bit of a personal story, kind of an explanation of why why I am here, how I got here and also how I hope to help you. And we're going to go a while back, about 10 years ago, when my eating and body image struggles started. And it was about 10 years ago when I decided to go on one last diet. And, you know, I knew the dieting game. I understood it because I had done many diets before then. So I knew that I had to have a bit of a maintenance plan, right? Otherwise, the diet wasn't really going to work. So I knew that just losing the weight is only part of the equation, but you need to keep the weight off. And I decided that the maintenance game can happen a bit later on, but because I was so desperate to lose this weight, I basically decided, right, I'm just going to do my best to lose this weight really quickly. And while I do that, I will start figuring out how to maintain the weight I will lose. And I use this dieting time to do my research on nutrition and health eating and building habits and all of that to make sure that I can actually maintain this weight. And all this while eating very, very little. I basically subscribed to all different nutrition and fitness blogs. I used all my free time to tackle how to then approach the maintenance kind of, yeah, this maintenance period. And it was then when I discovered my fitness pal and I discovered tracking calories. And at first, it was just a really great tool to learn about portion sizes, calorie density of different foods. It seemed great. But it very quickly became a real obsession and a huge source of anxiety. How that all looked. So I would only agree on going for a meal out if the restaurant had their menu available online and I could decide on what I was going to order and also log it all all in my fitness pal before even going out. It also meant that I often chose a less caloric meal over the one I actually wanted just because seeing the calories on my fitness pal was sort of like, it just freaked me out. And this understanding of 
how a balanced meal looks like and how caloric some of the more exciting foods were, it just meant that I never really ordered a burger or a dessert. So technically, I allowed myself to eat everything, but I didn't really allow myself to eat everything. And I even remember my friends complimenting me on my willpower and on my self-control and determination and, of course, on how great I looked now that I lost so much weight. And all these comments just created even more pressure to keep going and to make sure I don't allow myself any flexibility because even a little bit of it would jeopardize my newly found identity of the healthy, determined, strong-willed person. Of course, this was all accompanied by working out to earn my food and to keep my weight under control. And just this constant focus on calories, on punishing myself with more cardio if I ever allowed myself to eat something more or out of the normal it just I just focused so much on how my body looked and all of that made me more self-conscious than I was when I was 20 kilos heavier and before this last diet I used to work out because it meant hanging out with my girlfriends at different gym classes it was just a way for us to have fun together it was a way for me to get an hour for myself and now after this last diet it working out just became a way to burn calories and also to show everyone how i really figured out this healthy lifestyle game and it wasn't until the relationship with my boyfriend started suffering that I realized things needed to change. So he's a great cook and he loves taking care of others by making nice meals. But I would never let him prepare anything for me because the meals he was making were impossible to log on my fitness pal. So there we were, eating two different dinners and arguing when he didn't weigh my lettuce properly. Luckily, I and yeah, honestly, I can just say luckily, this was a huge red flag for me. And I figured I knew enough about calories and balanced meals to say goodbye to my fitness pal. And unfortunately, this didn't mean the end of my struggles, but it was an important step. I mean, I kept my habits. I still mainly ate the meals I knew the caloric content of. And I very rarely enjoyed the pizza, an ice cream or a cake. But I did manage to be flexible enough to allow my boyfriend to cook dinner without me wanting to know its in-depth nutritional facts. Um, but my body image struggles, though, they were a different story. Being slightly more flexible with my nutrition 
meant I paid um, more of a close attention to my weight and body shape to make sure this nutritional flexibility wouldn't show on the scales. And as soon as I saw any fluctuations in my weight, there I was blaming myself for being too flexible and just deciding to cut back on certain foods again. All I, at that moment, all I wanted from my body was for it to stay at a certain weight and to keep receiving those compliments from others on how great my body looked still years after losing those 20 kilos. But nothing, not losing more weight, not gaining more muscle, not monitoring all those factors very closely, literally nothing brought me the feeling of being happy with my body. I even went back to logging my food again in the search of a (laughs) six-pack because I believed that the six-pack would bring me the confidence I was looking for so desperately. And no, even at my leanest, I didn't find it. All that was there was no energy, no period, no desire to socialize, and a whole lot of negative body image. And I realized then that nothing would ever change if I didn't address my mindset. It was my thoughts, my limiting beliefs, my feelings that I really needed to work on. So finding a nutrition and body image coach who helped me with that was without any exaggeration. It really was life-changing. And so it was this experience that inspired me to get qualified first as a precision nutrition level one coach, then an MNU certified nutritionist, and to complete a body image and comprehensive coaching courses. And so my mission is to help you cultivate a positive body image and flexible nutrition habits so that you can live your best life. Because I believe that we can only be who we are meant to be, our true amazing selves, when we are not held back by our limiting beliefs, by our negative body image, or by our food preoccupation and eating inflexibility. And we can only really live a thriving life when we address these domains. If our mind is taken over by thoughts surrounding food and our body, then it will be impossible for us to focus on other areas of life. When I was working on my own body image, one of the questions I was asked was, if you died, how would you want to be remembered? And I know it can sound a bit morbid, but it's such a powerful question. I knew I didn't want to be remembered that's remember remembered (laughs) wow I I knew I didn't want to be remembered as someone 
who was so determined to get a six-pack that just sacrificed the closest relationships and forgot what really mattered in life. So I will leave you with this. How do you want to be remembered and how do your relationship with food and your body align with this version of you? Just think about it and see what you find out. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Any feedback is really appreciated. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you at the next one.